A century ago, Pueblo was digging out from one of the most devastating floods in state history. As KRCC's Shauna Lewis reports, that disaster had long-lasting economic impacts on the city. On the evening of June 3, 1921, a warning call came in from upstream on the Arkansas River. The river is rising, the tributaries are all out of their banks, there's a massive amount of water headed your way. That's Peggy Wilcox, who helped research Mad River, the Pueblo County Historical Society's new book about the flood. That night, the river broke through the levees. Within minutes, the deluge rushed into the low-lying areas of downtown Pueblo, ripping apart buildings, igniting fires, and wiping out bridges. High water topped 14 feet. Larry Green, who also helped research the book, says the torrent swept two passenger trains into the river, not far from the Union Depot. The cars were wooden and began to float. They began to roll over in slow motion. Most of the people managed to get out. The next morning, floodwaters were still five feet deep in places. Wreckage and heavy mud piled up everywhere. Hundreds were dead or missing. More rain fell while rescuers searched for survivors and city leaders planned shelters, cleanup, and disease prevention. Wilcox says her family escaped to higher ground during the flood. Then, when the water receded... Their house was still there, unlike so many, but it was off its foundations. After the flood, they were able to get it moved up the hill with horses and some sort of ingenuity. Some buildings were still standing in the flood's aftermath. Pueblo City Planner and Historic Preservation Staffer Wade Broadhead says a number of the city's important buildings, like City Hall, had been recently constructed prior to the flood. Those buildings took it a lot better because construction styles had changed just before the flood, and so there was a bunch of advancements in concrete construction and the way they built brick buildings. Still, the rampaging waters ravaged hundreds of homes and businesses, destroyed train tracks, and shut down utilities. CSU Pueblo history professor Jonathan Rees says along with the immediate recovery, Pueblo had to mount a colossal rebuilding effort. The first thing that has to happen is that Pueblo has to make sure that it doesn't go through a terrible flood like that again. By 1923, Puebloans are putting in new flood protection measures, including moving the river channel about a third of a mile and building a nearly three-mile-long levee to keep it in its new course. This is the era before big government. This is pre-FDR. This is pre-New Deal. So the capital that goes in to make those improvements all has to be local. So all this money that could have been going to growing businesses all around Pueblo ends up being invested in things that needed to be done. The flood control work was managed by the newly formed Pueblo Conservancy District and paid for through county property fees. The bonds issued for the project weren't paid off until the 1950s. Train historian Larry Green says in order to form the Conservancy District, state legislators from northern communities had to be on board. It basically became a political deal. You vote for ours and we'll vote for yours. Green says the northern delegation got Pueblo's support of building the Moffat Tunnel. That would give Denver a rail connection west, through the Continental Divide and the mountains. You can almost look at the writing on the wall that less and less traffic would come south. So very slowly, over a long period of time, less and less transcontinental traffic moved through Pueblo, which really changed the dynamic of operations here in the city. Green says since the tunnel was built, the number of railroad employees in Pueblo has dropped substantially to less than 500 today. Also, the 1920s were a prosperous era that Reese says the city wasn't in a position to capitalize on, and the opportunity cost of the flood caused the most economic damage to Pueblo. I sort of imagine that if downtown Pueblo had never been hit by the flood, 
bubble or it could be what Colorado Springs is now, a late-blooming post-World War II growth city. The Pueblo Conservancy District just completed major repairs on the levee built after the flood. It'll sport new features like walking paths and pedestrian bridges, all parts of plans for expanded recreation along the Arkansas River, including an updated white water park. Along with the trendy historic Riverwalk, revitalized Union Avenue District, and restored Union Depot, more projects are in the works to continue improving areas affected by the flood a century ago. For KRCC News, I'm Shauna Lewis in Pueblo.